As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The Hannah Kicking Gold Stop. It's going to start now. It's going to run through the summer. And it's hot, hot, hot in public, if you will. comes on the air and runs his mouth a little bit. That's right, runs his mouth a little bit. Hope you guys are the wow, that's a loud noise coming back at us. Hope everything is going well. Hope the world finds you well. Hope the show finds you well. I am doing fantastic. Thanks for asking. I know you all were wondering. I am sitting down here at the basement. Wait, in the basement at the bar. I just popped the top on a on a on a crowler of uh, Montauk Summer Ale, my last one. Looking forward to getting some more of that. Uh, and I am sitting down here tonight about to have one hell of a conversation with two great chefs. Uh, and we are going to talk about the state of the plate, where we're at in this industry, what's wrong with this industry. So I tell you what, you guys, I've had a couple of stories here recently and a couple of questions recently. So I thought what a better spot to talk about that 
than with a couple other chefs. And, of course, with you guys, uh, the awesome people who check out this very program. Uh, it's going to be a call-in show tonight, guys. That's right, a call-in show. You can call in, voice your opinion, tell us what's wrong, tell us what you'd like, tell us what you don't like. You know, just, just give a lowdown on it, man. It's really, really that simple. And, and, and we're going to try to figure it out. And, hey, if you're completely wrong, I'm going to say to you, you're completely wrong. You're way off base. But if you're right, I probably will agree with you, and so will everybody else on the table, the round table for the show tonight. We're talking to the one and only chef, Jeff Ferrazzi. He is uh, the founder of uh, one of the hottest private chef companies happening out in the Hamptons right now, uh, the JK Chef Collection. Uh, he himself is a private chef and been one for a very, very long time. A great guy, very talented guy. Make sure you follow him at Forking Chef on social media. And of course, uh, show regular and our buddy, Chef Adam Bettina, is going to call in and talk to us a little bit to give a different point of view uh, on everything, coming from the food truck perspective, coming from the the, the perspective of uh, newly starting to do his own kind of catering business. It's kind of a new perspective. Uh, and, of course, myself with 20 years' experience breaking down knowledge. This should be a lot of fun tonight. Looking forward to this episode. It should be good times. Um, I set it for a little bit longer to see if we could, if we want to go long or not. We'll see how things go. Maybe we won't. I am pretty freaking tired because I just got back from being in the foothills of the White Mountains of Vermont, about 40 miles from the Canadian border. Uh, and let me tell you something, it was a camping trip that we do. Uh, it was a lot of fun being out there, but gosh, it is hard, hard work, man. It really is, especially for a gentleman uh, of my size and stature. Uh, I have to do a lot of wood cutting, a lot of dealing with, uh, <laughs> you know, just just the things it takes to keep a fire going, so to work in a place, to, to, to cook in a place that has, you know, very rudimentary tools and of course working on a fire over a, over a, a wood a fire pit uh and and not having any running water or any electricity it's definitely a a a, a, a chore it's troublesome problem is with it is that the fire is six foot three inches below me where i need it to be so it makes it slightly difficult when you're trying to cook food that's for damn sure but uh, it, it's fun to be out there and see some of the great stuff. It's beautiful out there. I, I posted some of the pictures you can see on Instagram and, of course, on the Facebook page itself, Chef with two Fs underscore Plum on Facebook. Uh, we did a Facebook Live out there. I was having some of the beautiful local beers that are out there, uh, up there in uh, Vermont, about 40 miles from the Canadian border. I tell you what, they don't, everyone still speaks English, but it's the border of people that speak English because those Canadians, uh, you know, the French Canadians are up there. They all speak French. And, you know, my French itself isn't. I speak a little French because uh, I have to from, from from being in kitchens. But I mean, some of these guys, I heard them talking. Uh, wow, it's just really fast. I don't know. Like I, I pick up every word or two or something like that. But man, it's it, it's tough when you're dealing with people who don't speak your language. And you know, I think in the business today, you're seeing a lot of that. And it kind of always has been. It's kind of always been something that you know, when it comes to this business, is just one of the things that we 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 have, that we deal with that is part of what we do. And, and you kind of have to be, you have to be down with it, whether it's Spanish, whether it's Portuguese or French, even, you know, uh, it, it's, it's the nature of the business and that's what it's about. And, you know, as frustrating as it can be, it can also be uh, a very positive because you learn a new language, you learn some other types of food, some other cuisines from people who are from there, from, from a different country, from a different place that maybe you're not accustomed to. So it's a, you know, I, I've always tried to look at it as an opportunity to learn more. You know, I've always, I've always had a lot of uh, uh, Spanish speaking dishwashers. And I asked them a lot about uh, food they ate growing up and things of that nature. So I think it's interesting to learn uh, how that works. Now this, this Wednesday, I'm actually going to be on uh, CT Style here locally in, 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 in Connecticut in the tri-state area. 
uh, doing a segment on CT Style, and I'm actually doing a segment on summer salsa, which sounds silly, but uh, my salsa that I make, that my, my go-to is based off something that uh, uh, one of the nannies uh, at my, one of my first private clients taught me how to make. She called it chimol. Uh, I'm not really sure what that translates to, but it's the simplest thing of all time, but you can make this simple, simple thing, and you can, you can add things to it to change it around. You can add uh, a little avocado, some black bean, whatever you want. You want red roasted corn, mashed roasted corn. You want to add mangoes, add mangoes to it. It's amazing how simple uh, little things can make the biggest difference on something so simple and change it and be used so many different ways, you know, especially when it's the time of year we're getting into now where we have such fresh vegetables and fresh produce coming in. I mean, God, it really is a great time of year. Uh, it really is awesome. So, like I said, I was in Vermont. I went to uh, a farmer's market out there, um, and it, it was something else, man, because you have so many farmers in that area, and they're so proud of what they do, as they should be, uh, but they really, really, truly um, are, I don't know how to explain it. It's such a local thing, and I just, I was so proud to be there and see the things there, and, you know, at this farmer's market, there was anything you could think of, they had it there, even to, like, uh, weaved basket weaving hats. It was amazing. Uh, I didn't I didn't purchase said hat, but they did have some. Uh, we found it interesting. I was there with my brother in law, and we were looking for meat to to cook over our uh, our caveman firing uh, cooking techniques we were using on our campsite. And uh, they had some amazing grass fed beef and, and and just local local meats. And, and let me tell you something, man. Uh, one of the things they had was uh, from a, a, a pig farm, and uh, it was these pork chops, but they were frozen. And I told my brother-in-law, I said, dude, I'm not buying frozen pork chops. He's like, why? They're going to be delicious. I'm like, dude, they're frozen. All you guys know out there as a chef, as a cook, as a, as a hospitality person, individual, frozen pork never comes out as good as when it's fresh. And so I was like, I just can't be wasting the money for it. Anyway, he talked me into it. He used his money. He bought the pork chops. Um, they were from a, a farm where... These pigs just, I mean, they just kind of are on the farm. They get fed. There's there's really nothing else that happens to them. They get checked to see for pregnancy, and that's about it. Um, so he bought those, and we bought some beef, and it was 25 bucks for all of this meat that we bought. I couldn't believe it. I was like, God, it's not that expensive at all. It's amazing the price difference. So the point of these two stories, that this story is this. Uh, it's amazing how trendy it's become to buy grass-fed local products, and those are becoming more of a, buzzwords and a way of life uh, for people or the way food should be purchased for us chefs. And it kind of drives me crazy because when you go to a place like Vermont in the uh, nestled in the hills of the white mountains, uh, 40 miles from the Canadian border uh, where, you know, it's not really about a trendy thing. It's more about a, a lifestyle. You know, these people are selling their goods and it's not expensive. What we bought at that farmer's market for $25 would have been, 45, 50 easily at farmer's market around where we live here in the tri-state area, New York City area, you know, Westchester. It would have been crazy expensive. On to the pork chops now. So we get to the house, we get to the campfire, the campsite, and we, we start firing these pork chops. They get defrosted for the most of the part of the day because we're out fishing and whatnot. Come back, they're ready to go. I start working on the fire. Brother-in-law opens up all the pork, and uh, I tell him to put a little garlic on it, season it up a little bit. Uh, with the stuff that we had, and you know, long story short, dude, these pork chops were amazing. Uh, they were frozen, but they they came out unbelievable. We just simply grilled them and seasoned them, and sliced them up, took them off the bone, made it look nice, uh, delicious. Not dry, not. I mean, a lot of it too is a cooking technique, you know. But nonetheless, it, it, it was really really tasty stuff. And so here's the point of that story. 
you know, you buy something like that locally from a, a, a purveyor who, and not a purveyor is the wrong word, from a person who just does it, it's their lifestyle, the way they live their life. It's amazing the difference that it makes, that what our animals eat and how they're treated completely affects the final product on the plate. And I was, I was witness to that this weekend, uh, 40 miles from the Canadian border in the foothills of the White Mountains overlooking Shadow Lake in Concord, Vermont. That's right, guys, cooking over a fire. How about that? Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to take a, slit, a big slug here off my crowler of Montauk Summer Ale, my last can I got. Uh, I'm going to play a quick spot, and then we're going to come right back and get in to this whole breakdown of what we're talking about. It comes to the state of the plate. Chop Talk, baby. What's bothering you? You're checking out Plum Love Foods Live right here on Blog Talk Radio. Stay right there. We'll be right back. Hang tight. Oh, that's right, guys. My knife is smarter than yours. That's right. Smarter. I'm talking Ergo Chef Knives. The unique patented shape makes it more of an extension of your hand. The curved handle of an Ergo Chef Knives allows for smoother cutting and less fatigue in your hand. Listen, I use these knives every day, and they are fantastic. They're my go-to knives. If I use a normal knife, like a regular chef knife anymore, my hands start to hurt and feel achy. Trust me, guys, I'm not making this up. These knives are the jam. Check them out at ErgoChef.com. That's E-R-G-O-Chef.com. And tell them Chef Plum sent you by using the promo code PLUM15OFF and get 15% off your purchase. Mike and Scott are great dudes.
Oh, yeah, Paradise on a Monday night. I don't know if I call it that or call it a business paradise. You're checking out Plum Love Foods Live. I am your host, the one and only Chef Plum. And, guys, this show tonight's going to go one of two ways. It's honestly, it's going to be kind of a shit show and crazy and people run their mouths. Uh, but, you know, I have a feeling that everybody kind of puts a positive spin on things in the end. So, you know, I'm really, really happy to have uh, uh, my guests on this night to, to kind of help help figure this whole thing out. You know, I've got the one and only uh, 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 Chef Jeff Parazzi coming on, at uh, uh, Forking oh. Chef on all social media. He's a great guy, a positive guy, been around this business for a very, very long time and done some amazing things with some amazing people. So I'm happy to have him on here. Chef, what's happening? How you doing, Plum? I am good, brother. Welcome back. Thank you, sir. Thanks. Good to be back. Yeah, I figured I'd play Paradise to talk about the business that we're in. <laughs> uh, I used to work at a place called the Paradise. I used to stay it every single day. That was my old mantra. Was it what really? are you doing? I used going to, to Paradise. I, Another day in Paradise. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. I used to go to a place called Paradise, but they took all my singles. Oh! All right. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> That was terrible. I don't know why I said that. Yeah, also, yeah it's good. It's all good. Come on. Join the, you join need, the you show need tonight. The yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> join, join us tonight, too. We're going to see how it goes. They're having people kind of help with the uh, round table here. Uh, he is the Connecticut Chef's Challenge champion. He is a good friend of mine, uh, a very, very talented cook, uh, making his way through the business, a very positive guy, very funny guy, the one only chef, Adam Bedini. Chef, what's up, man? How are you? What's going on, Plum? How you doing, brother? I am good. Uh, uh, Adam, meet uh, Chef Jeff Ferrazzi. You guys on the phone together? It's a pleasure, Adam. What's up, I've been what's following up? you for How a while doing, on Instagram. Thank you. Thank you, man. So, gentlemen, uh, you know, I kind of want to talk this show a little bit about... It, it, it's amazing how many... I don't know what the word is. Haters you get, how much food haters you get, how many people hate this business but still <laughs> won't leave it. You know what I mean? They just it, it, It's kind of like quicksand. The more you do it, the deeper it pulls the end, you know? Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a ride-or-die kind of lifestyle, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think so. And and so, Jeff, how long have you been doing this stuff now? Cooking? Uh, yeah. Uh, roughly 25 years. Wow, wow. And how many? Uh, how long have you been doing the private client thing? Uh, I've been doing the private client thing for about uh, eight, nine years now. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a and Adam, chef long, and, that, and two years with the company, the new company. But yeah, sorry. Yeah. And, and Adam, how long have you been in the business now? Uh, right now, about thirteen years. You know, and I'm right at the point where I'm starting the the personal catering thing. You know, yeah, it's, it's yeah, intense. You can be. So between <laughs> between this between the three of us, we have over over fifty years experience in this food business because I'm working on twenty myself, and it's amazing how much it's changed. Uh, you know, it, it, to me, it felt like it kind of started off when I got into the business. It was a, it was a thing. It was a job. It paid your bills. And now it's kind of become a thing where it's, you know, it's got a lot of prestige to it. It's got a lot, you know, people say, like, Oh my God, you're a chef. You know, oh, we yeah. want to talk to you about food. It, Jeff, especially with what you do, man, how often do you see people who are kind of just, you know, I don't know, like dazzled by what you do? Uh, often. I mean, <laughs> a lot, you know, everyone always acts like I don't know. I, a lot of times I get called out to the dining room, and it'll be like, "Oh, can you tell us how you made this?" And you know, you have to turn <laughs> it on and, and say, I, like a lot of times I say stuff like, "Oh, I, well, I cut it into cubes and I put a stick through it and then I marinated it and then I cooked it." <laughs> uh, 
And I'm sorry. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's what I did. Exactly what I did. But I, you know, you can't say it that way. You have to be like, oh, well, you know. First, I went to the local seafood shop and I, I talked to my purveyor. Yeah. And, you know, my my guy got me this swordfish. <laughs> Fantastic, right? And uh, then I rubbed it with a marinade. Whew. Peaches. Yeah, yeah peaches. I started with peaches. Yeah, you know, you just go through the whole thing, and uh, it's it's fun. I'm, I'm I mean, getting that, turned that's on what a I love. Bit. You talk about rubbing it some more. This, this is doing good for me. Yeah. Oh, you like that <laughs> voice, right? I have a good voice yes. for that. <laughs> Sweet talk. But so, how often is it you say, so you say these things to somebody just from your end of the business, working the private clients? You say these things, but then, you know, the customer still ends up not really being happy, or they just it, it makes you you bust your ass, you you make something amazing, you go out, you do your sexy voice and everything for it, but you still just I mean they're kind of like eh, you know, in the end. I mean, just because. Yeah, well, you, uh, food is subjective, man. You know, like food is very subjective, and some people sure don't that. like a lot of salt. Some people, you know, some people are fucking on the the latest fad of the of the I month, know. you know, or or whatever. I mean, it, it just changes so much day to day with with every person. You know, you do a party for twenty. If every single person loves you, like kudos, you know. But someone's gonna like, yeah. and everyone's always polite. This is the other thing too. Like, you know, you learn this in the private world. Is to your face, they're super polite, but then try to get money tomorrow. And see how nice everybody is all the time. You know, it's like sometimes it's like, you know, that's when all the subjectiveness comes out. And, you know, you have to really – it becomes difficult, you know, for sure. You know, especially when you know a chef and you know that they did a great job and you love the chef. And, 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 and you know, the chef and the client's making up a story saying, you know, or maybe not making up a story, but that's just how they feel, you know. And you know, yeah. it's tough. You're right. I think it's it, it's it's interesting because I think you find – at least for me uh, in this business, you'll find that whether it's private chef working in a restaurant, I mean, you can't get them all. And, and Adam, I got to imagine you with the, with the truck, man, you're serving hundreds and hundreds of people. I mean, what happens when someone's not happy with what they want, what they order from you? Well, you know, it's, it's, as you know, that you get the good old Yelp, you know, I'll threaten you on Yelp, you know, that, that oh, nonsense, <laughs> but <laughs> you know, and you always want to try to avoid that, so you always got to keep, you know, a professional attitude because, you know, I'm totally. I mean, like, I'm in the truck when I'm in the truck, and you know, I'm the only one. I'm like, I got my my little helper with me, but you know, I got to keep professional because it's me doing everything. So I got to, you know, keep a good persona about some of the situations that you run into with the business, you know. But you got to keep it positive with them because you know you got they're going to be repeat customers for you, you know, because I think you kind of build a clientele with the truck, right? Oh yeah, well you've had you've had some of the food. How do you think about it? You've come back. <laughs> it was fucking terrible. It was the worst thing I've ever had in my life. I didn't understand. <laughs> no, he makes a short rib grilled cheese that it's fucking out of this world. It's amazing. You know, I was talking about you. I mean, I last you know you're you're a fantastic cook, and and to me it's one of the best compliments I could ever get in the world. Someone says, hey man, you're a great cook. I love that compliment. You know, but you have yeah, chefs thank now. You, brother. Yeah, it, absolutely, dude. But you have chefs now who, if you tell them they're a fantastic cook. Which make no mistake. What do we do? We cook food, don't we? Oh, come that's on. all. Yeah. That's what we do, day in and day out. <laughs> but yeah. you have people who, you know, some chefs in this world are quote quote chefs, or you call them and say, "Hey, man, you're an amazing cook," and they get offended. I don't understand that. I mean, have you guys encountered anything mm-hmm. like that, Jeff? Maybe yeah, hiring I mean, chefs. You know, you, you hire chefs or something like that, and you know that that work for the JK Chef yeah. Collection. Uh, mo- most of the chefs that 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 work with the collection. I should say all the chefs that, I mean, most of the chefs who've come out for the collection have been fantastic. All the chefs that we've hired for the collection have been, have been, 
you know, they have they have that. Uh, I, I don't I don't like to work with prima donnas. I just don't. I don't yeah. appreciate. Oh that. man, tell me about it. <laughs> I just don't appreciate that. I don't. I mean, listen. I, at the end of the day, if you worked hard and you have degrees and you did that, I, I mean, I hats off. I think it's amazing. I I love hearing that that people have you know worked all over the world and 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 stage places. I think it's it's great. But I also don't think that it makes you a better human being than someone else, you know. And I think that everyone yeah. kind of deserves the same amount of respect. And like you said, at the end of the day, we all cook. And I think that people kind of like get lost in 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 words uh, and mix words too much instead of just like kind of feeling someone's intention, you know, with their word. You know, sometimes people don't totally. aren't as eloquent as someone else possibly, and they they don't put it across the right way or maybe in the right language, so it's received wrong. I don't know. I just, I find it all crazy. Yeah, it's a little bit weird, and I, I mean, in this day and age too, I think you should probably change the name from the J.K. Chef Collection. You're trying to you're you're getting chefs like fucking catching Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying. I always need chefs. I mean, we love. I, I love to meet new chefs. I love to. I love to hire chefs. I love to have chefs on the team. Um, there's well, a lot of. I mean, because just the nature of our business, we have so many different types of clients. That uh, and yeah. and how I like to put people with 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 clients is I like to match people not just on culinary stuff, but on their, you know. Oh, here's self plug. I'm going in. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, I like I like to just make sure they they, they get along, and, and not everyone's for everyone. So it's like the more chefs I know, the better chances I have of of, of making the right connections. You know, it's so it's, it's kind of like network. being by, it's like as humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's like being bisexual. Like, so therefore, you can just kind of get 50% more. It's got to be open-minded, um, baby. Yeah, come on. That's, <laughs> that's a talking of voice again. No, no, I'm kidding. Um, but but you know, speaking of that, though, you also, I mean, because you talk to so many chefs, man, a lot of opportunities come your way. And you were telling me on the phone earlier today about an opportunity that's happening out in Nantucket uh, for a buddy of yours, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, we're working with a, a, a hotel group in Nantucket. They op- just opened up a, a small hotel, and they're, we're working at staff at them, and that's a uh, Michelin-starred chef uh, looking to build a small team of cooks. Uh, you know, there's uh, lodging there on, on the island, and uh 
probably a six-month project, and it, I think it'd be really great for a young chef. Any, anybody out there who's interested, please get at me, uh, Jeff at JK Chef Collection. Shoot me a resume, shoot me an interest, shoot me a note, and I'll get back to you and uh, let you know more about it. But yeah, it's, it's definitely. I think it's going to be great. I, we, we've already actually placed uh, half the team, but we're still looking to put another four positions out. So I think that would be great if, if anyone out there is awesome. interested in working in Nantucket. It, it, it's a really great opportunity. That's awesome. Jeff at JK Reservations. Cool. I'm saying it. What was the email? What was the email? Jeff, <laughs> Jeff at JK Chef Collection. We'll get that. We'll, we'll put on social media too and get it out there for you, man. Sounds oh, like yeah. a pretty good oh, gig. Oh, thanks a lot. Inclu- yeah, yeah, for sure. Includes Thank housing. You. I does, that. Includes housing. They're even paying, giving you a paycheck, and you're working with the Michelin star chef. That's amazing. Yeah, it's great. That doesn't it's matter. Definitely, it's, it's definitely a good deal. It, you know, it's, it's all about the experience. Yeah, 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 I think it'd be a great experience. Thing, you know? I mean, the the chef is the chef is a is, is a really is a really great guy. He's definitely really I mean, build like a family team. So I think it's it's good. It's, well, a, it's awesome. like I said, it's a good position. That's what it's all it's about. Fucking, it's fucking Nantucket. Like, who doesn't want to go there and live? You know? Uh, yeah. I mean, come on. It's pretty it's pretty amazing out there for sure. I mean, but, oh, you know, wow. but it's really, it's one of those kind of jobs where you're going there to sacrifice and, and really learn and, and, and work on a team, you know, like build, a, a, it's a brand new hotel with a restaurant, with, a, with an amazing small menu that's going to be like, you know, as much local stuff as they can possibly use and just really, really, really well executed. I mean, I, it, he's really excited about the food, so I think anyone to be out there, it's going to just, it's going to be one of those experiences you want to put on your resume and, 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 and just, just personally just to have, you know, I think it's going to be one. I wish yeah. I was a little younger. I would actually do it, but I have kids and a wife. See, that's what happens to old guys like you and me. Yeah. We're too old. We can't do shit like that anymore. Let's take yeah, a phone call, guys. we got to pull the wagon. I, I know who we got on on hold here. Let's go to this call real quick and say what's going on. Hang on a second here. Here we go. All right, everybody, the noise in the background. What's happening? You got Chef Plum here. What's happening? Who we got? Yes, that's you on hold, Miss. Oh, uh, you right there. <laughs> Hello. She's laughing at me. Hi. Hello. Hello. <laughs> What's up, Plum? Hey, Adam. Love you. What? Who is that? Uh, how come I didn't get a love you? I, that was messed up. I'm super happy. Aww. I love you, Plum too. No, you don't. It's fine. It's fine. Yes, uh, I the- do. You wait a second, hold on, Plum. You said you'd be in Florida by now. What's going on? When are you coming I, down? Sarah. I came and went. I came and went. I came and went. I was there very, very quickly and briefly for a minute. Of course, uh, Sweet Cakes by Sarah is on the phone with us right now. What's going uh, on down there? there? What are you guys doing? What's going and we're on, here, Sarah? We're here with Pam Chef. My man. We're stuck in Maine. Oh, Colin, what's going on, dude? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's up? We're stuck in the woods in the boondocks, cooking wow. for a camp with a whole bunch of kids and a really bad food director. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, so sounds like a glory job. Right now. <laughs> and this all comes so back to your topic of the of the night. That's where we're going. Tell me about it. Tell me what makes it so bad. Well, when you forget to tell me that after lunch I need to serve ice cream for 350 kids, and I leave the kitchen <laughs> assuming that everything is A-OK, and I come back, and then you blame everything on me, we got a big problem right there. Oh, no. <laughs> How many kids was it? 350. Uh, we're, we got right now 350, but we, we're going back down like next week. Wow. So you thought Oof. everything was done. You leave the kitchen. 
But these kids are also waiting yeah. for ice cream. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Oh, my gosh. And that's the least of our problems. Like, can you imagine when we're not even told exact counts for dinner, for lunch, for breakfast? Yeah. It's like a guessing game every fucking meal. Ooh, am I, am I Holy to shit. Plum, I thought you I had it. Oh, shit, we got it. <laughs> wow. No, you can say whatever you want. Of course, you know that. Wow. You guys, that is terrible. How long have you been in Maine now? Uh, we're going out to like a, a month and a week or so. We're gonna yeah. stay here until like the beginning, the beginning of September, and then we head back down to South Florida. So oh my beautiful. god! <laughs> so yeah. yeah. Please it, pray funny. for us. <laughs> wow. Oh my god! You're in our thoughts, oh, friends, but you, you got you got Jeff yeah. here on the phone with us also, and Jeff's a guy who's who's been working privately and doing private parties for a long time, as myself as well. And I've never quite had someone come at me and say, oh, by the way, you forgot dessert for 350 people. Jeff, has that ever happened to you? Uh, no. No, sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. No, that's, that's not, no man. Um, no. <laughs> that's wrong. Dude. Yeah. Um, Plum, I know you're, like, you're a big beer guy. I have to recommend Allagash. Was that a fat joke? What is that? Uh, Curie? Curio. 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 Oh, my God. We're drinking it right now. Dude, it's oh, been nice. and bourbon barrel. It's amazing. We're going to hit right. the brewery about in a week or two. We have to. It's nice. amazing. Adam's a beer that guy. Sounds awesome. That sounds awesome. Well, <laughs> that sounds awesome. I'm definitely a beer guy, uh, and I'm looking forward to trying that, too. I love Was there any Gash fruit in the walk-in? Maybe you could just tell the dude that there was fruit in the walk-in, and they fucked up, and they should have put the fruit out. <laughs> Right? Be like, yo, what are you talking about, man? It was apples all up no, in that motherfucker. I, I mean, no, I said hand fruit. You I didn't see the hand say. fruit on the menu? It was hand fruit. No. Holy I shit, that's as much as, the, as much as the fuck-up's been on, like, the food director, like, everything has been on point, food-wise, dessert-wise, everything's been on point. This camp has seen food... That they have never seen before, and that's awesome. like that makes me super happy. The kids are happy. You are happy. That's because that you guys awesome. rock. Actually, Putting smiles on kids' faces worldwide. That's what we do. I mean, you you got to check these guys out there, Jeff. These two are amazing cooks. You can see their stuff on Instagram. I yeah, no, I follow them on stuff. Instagram. I follow everybody on cool. Instagram. I lurk, man. Yeah. I'm up on that shit all day. You're a little <laughs> creepy. You are a little I'm creepy. Not, I so, post uh, ghost. I don't. I don't like to. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't do anything else. I don't talk to people and stuff. I'm not that dude. But I like to. Uh, unless I'm. Unless I don't know how to do something, and I'm like, Yo, what did you just do? Because sometimes that happens on Instagram. Uh, so <laughs> I love Sarah, that. Carlos, and everyone's usually you, pretty guys, cool. Are you guys? Uh, it's great. Uh, I, I just picture like you guys sleeping in bunk beds and like a camp with like the rest of the kids. Like, <laughs> where they where they put you up at? Like, right now, roasting marshmallows. Right now. Right now we're in a wooden bunk. Talking to you yeah. and spiders and mosquitoes oh, and horse flies. Oh, my God. And yeah. Oh, we're, like, we're like 10 years old again. It's <laughs> awesome. This is like the ultimate private client. This is like the ultimate I private feel like client. I cowboy boots, a cowboy, oh. a cowboy hat, asking for a goddamn horse, and right Yo. out there to the sun. <laughs> I'm gonna send you. I'm gonna send you a lasso, man. I'm gonna send you a lasso so you can get some get some cattle. <laughs> there you go. Wait, what are you sending me? I'm I'm the idiot that brought her pink pumps out here. We'll send you some oh ice cream. Oh my god! Listen, you're the only person in Maine with pink pumps. No, no, no. Let's top it off. I have six foreigners, 
and they don't speak a lick, a lick of English. So, like, it's so hard to communicate, <laughs> to explain to no them. Say. It's, it's, uh, it's culture. No say. So, obviously, uh, dairy and meat cannot be mixed together. Oh, my so, God. Kosher? Yeah. Oh, yeah, man, kosher. you're on kosher diet. Super kosher. Kosher camp in Maine? <laughs> Is it Camp yeah, Co? Apparently. Yes. Okay, so, yeah, we're totally kosher, but Pan Chef, like Carlin, went out and got mussels and clams and shit and made a staff meal. Oh my god! Oops. Dude, that probably went over really well. Hey man, open your mind. That's all. Yeah, right. You guys are in hell oh. right now. Um, we'll, I will definitely be thinking about you. Um, um, sorry, oh, I missed you in Florida. Florida happened really, really quick, you guys. I have Are you coming so back down? Bad. There's a whole lot happening right now. Um, We're in Florida. So, so yeah, they're in, they're in South Florida. Florida. But right now, they went from fucking beautiful Florida. South Florida with amazing things to fucking Maine with bugs and people who don't speak English in a kosher farm, a kosher camp. Oh, my God. A kosher God. farm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo. Yeah, you can say a kosher uh, farm. There you go. Hey, listen. Uh, your delivery you guys. comes twice a week. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. God. Wait, do they give you a day off? Do you get a day off? One freezer. Excuse me? Do you guys get a day off or no? Uh, Yeah, Saturday, but every night is our day off. We get, well, we try to drink a beer or two every night after work. <laughs> like every night is our day off. <laughs> <laughs> it's needed. After you um, deal with this over here, it's freaking needed. Hey, really quick, before we go, let you guys go. Tell us what one of the, uh, like, like what, what was dinner tonight for the campers? Oh. Oh, dinner tonight was shawarma. So it was uh, chicken marinated uh, shawarma. Middle Eastern. Middle Eastern style. Uh, we had hummus, Israeli salad, salad bar, pita. What else did we have on there? And then for lunch, we had a vegetarian chili with, like, off the hook. Vegetarian chili. Wow, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, food here is, pretty like, good. they've never seen food. This is not your typical camp food, that's well, for sure. The first and foremost, you always cook with love and always have respect for the food. And once you have that respect and love for the food, everything else just comes along and ties along. Now, I know there's a lot of people out there, you know, doing the, the, the genius plate-ups and doing all this nice stuff. And I respect that 100%. Yeah. But at the end of the day, if you're able to satisfy a child's stomach, and get that feedback from them every day. Come back to the kitchen and ask you, yo, what are we having for lunch? What oh, are we having for breakfast? Or what are we having for dinner? That's just, you just got to bow down and say, yo. These, like, these kids come to the kitchen like, oh, my God, what's for lunch? What's for lunch? What's for dinner? So <laughs> that's amazing, man. For that's, you. Amazing. that's the best. That's the that best. is cool. It really is. That's amazing. Hey, look, and you're the only place probably in the entire state of Maine serving shawarma. How about that? That's impressive. Right? That's <laughs> definitely camp. That's for sure. There you go. There you go. Listen, and, and you guys make sure you check. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Sweet cakes by Sarah. And of course, my man Panchef, before he went to Maine, following my man Panchef's uh, Instagram account is like watching an episode of The Entourage because the dude's everywhere. That's what it's about right there. (laughs) You guys are crushing Get it. Best of luck to you guys. I hope it gets easier. Keep your head up. Yes. I love you, dude. We're watching Keep rocking. You. Love you guys. We're watching you, Adam. Take care. Love you guys. Man, Be fuck good. Adam. Bye. Nobody's like that, dude. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> Hang in there. Drink, drink another beer for me. I'll talk to you soon. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> there they go. That's awesome. Heading on down the road. Sweet speaks by Sarah. Uh, oh, that sounds Pansha, like a nightmare. Uh, two of our favorites. Bro, can you imagine being at a camp like that, serving 350 kids, and then, nah. like, just not getting all the info? What the fuck? Well, I mean, that's what it's all about, man. It's all about – I feel like communication is so important. It's like if you have somebody that you work with that's not communicating all the information to you, like, you have to, like – I guess this is my experience from working out here so much and having yeah. to, like, pull teeth to figure stuff out. Cause sometimes you, you'll say, like, oh, what's – you know, what – Hey, what's the menu? Do you have any dietary restrictions? No. And then you have to, like, ask it four different ways, but, like, like almost like an interrogator. So yeah. you're positive no one has a dietary restriction. So there's no one with any <laughs> special diets. Like, no one's gluten-free. Right. Oh, right. Oh, oh, yeah, no, there's someone gluten-free. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. Right. I'm like, oh, right, right. Thank you. Thank you for that. Oh, yeah. Oh, perfect. Yeah, perfect. wait to give me oh, that wait, information without having to pull the teeth for it, but thanks. Yeah. But you have well, to, hey, you know, it's this- so hard. It's like... This menu looks fantastic, but I'm sorry. My girlfriend's pregnant. I forgot to say that, and she can't have shellfish. So. Shellfish. Did <laughs> you have a clam or, bake? Uh... What the fuck? You hired me for a clam bake. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, it just sounds like a fucking nightmare sometimes to hear some of these stories. But this mm. is the thing I find really, really interesting with the chefs these days, man. And this is, this is honest to God what I'm talking about. Like, you heard them. You heard what's happening with them. The nightmare they're living in. They got one freezer. They got mosquitoes the size of my fucking bar chasing them down the street. They get deliveries twice a week. They're serving a swarm yeah, of the kids. But you don't find out. They're, you know, just all these disasters. But still, in the end, you heard my man Pan Chef say, you got to respect the food. You got to serve it with yeah. love. And these kids are coming totally. here loving what they're doing. I think it's the new generation of kitchen people that we're seeing here who, you know, look, I come from the broken band of pirates day and age where everybody fucking hates everything. Um, and we can't stand anything about the business. However, don't fuck with any one of us because we're all on the same team. But we still hate everything else. <laughs> you know, we're very cynical and can't stand. I mean, if, if you tell me you like to breathe air, I fucking hate air. Air sucks. You're not on my team. Go fuck yourself. Um, but, but I was never that still, guy. I'm such an outcast. See, I could oh, never do that. I was that, that guy. 
I was that guy. Yeah, I I, I feel the same way. I was that guy. (laughs) Oh, maybe I'm older than you guys. I don't know, but like, it it, it just. But you hear them finish up their whole story. Yeah, we might. You might be older. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe you might die first. Um, I got beat up too much by chefs to do that to people. All the chefs I worked for, because I didn't go to culinary school, I had to like work everywhere. So everybody kind of just just tooled me out for years. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like. I don't know. I just yeah. I just had to eat so much shit from so many different. But it's interesting chefs, to hear how like, how they how they end that on a positive note, which I thought was very cool. That was my yeah. point. <laughs> no, they were. Uh, those guys are great. Oh, fantastic! Great. Very very talented. Very very talented. Uh, which is cool to see. Uh, they bust their ass and uh, Sarah, sweet cake by Sarah. I got to ride in the back of the trunk or so of an Uber car with her at the last Trooper's <laughs> meetup in New York. It was a lot of fun. We actually did a Instagram or, or Periscope or some shit together. It was very, very cool. Nice. Um, so listen, so you see these things. And Adam, let me ask you, man, because you're just kind of getting into the whole catering aspect of it. Um, have you got any horror stories yet? Has someone, you know, have you done a gig for somebody? And, and you know, you put everything on paper, you send it off to them, you go there, and then it's completely not at all what you talked about. Uh yeah, I've, I've, I'm running in the middle of a situation right now where it's just like people, you know, it's tough, you know. It's people with money are the cheap, are cheap ass motherfuckers. Dude, and let me tell you and, something. I want to, I want to, I want to get to that because I want to get Jeff's opinion on that because Chef Jeff's been out there. I, I know the gig you're talking about, and uh, Jeff's been working out there for a very, very long time. And uh, Adam called me and told me about this gig, Chef, and and I said to him. Uh, once they told me, you know, how much money they had and what they were doing and how they want to do things, I said, dude, a lot of these really wealthy people you'll find out are the cheapest people you'll ever work with in your life. Am I right or wrong? Well, oh, absolutely right. Yeah. Um, you know, you don't want to call them cheap, but you do want to say no. that, uh, man, it is a, it's a game, you know, and, and, and they're so used to, like, hustling everyone. You know, from yeah. like the garbage man on down. You know, like, hey, can I get that? Right, right. Uh, it didn't hurt to ask. Come on, hey, you know, come on. Everybody's like, it's all, it's all a game, like to make, to make a better deal and get a better deal and then brag to somebody about it, kind of or something. You know, yeah, I get exactly. that vibe sometimes too. You know, people just, you know, they try to take an inch. It's just how it is. I feel like, yeah, uh, as the expert, you know, you just have to tell them, like, no, if this is the type of party you want and you want this type of service. Like this is what I foresee and this is what I feel, and yeah. I'm I'm having a hard time moving forward without, blank. Right. You know what I mean? And 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 like you know you have to just stand your ground sometimes. And like a lot of times they cave because you are the expert. They're coming to you to make them a great meal. If they could make right. a great right. meal, right. they wouldn't be calling you. You know what I mean? It's like it would be like the beginning because I don't want to say no. You know what I'm saying? It's hard to be like you know because I want I want the work you know, but it's really hard to be like no you know I really can't do it for that. But yeah, I'll do it for that you know. Oh yeah. Have you, have, have you worked for any difficult. bloggers yet? Uh, oh, no. Well, <laughs> that's a nice one. They love to tell you yeah. that, right? It's like a, blo- a blogger's like a vegan. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. That was really awesome. Hey, uh, no, I haven't done the blogger situation yet. Yeah, Jeff, cute. completely unprovoked, without knowing the story here. Uh, just, just tell Adam a couple things that to you are red flags when, when, when you're quoting a catering or talking about a catering. And then I want Adam to kind of give you his bit of a story here. Uh, just, just immediately, like some things um, you see are red flags when you're quoting a party. Well, just, it's not even like, 
Yeah, I guess red flags, like a lot of times people will say that they're super easy and <laughs> there's only so many of them and it's, uh, you know, they're all looking to help. You know, don't worry, we all do this. We do this every day too. We're, we're dying to help out. And maybe one or two of them is, and the rest of them honestly are on vacation and are like, aren't, aren't we all pitching in to pay for this guy? Like, no, no, he's doing it. You know what I mean? Right, and, right, right, right. You know, it's kind of it's it's it, and that's where it comes in. Like you know, like you have to be like, this is what it is. And if they like argue with you about it, sometimes you have to be like, okay, but <laughs> do you ever find it difficult to say no though? Well, that's a, you know that's a difficult balance, man. It's like it's like do you do you take a job that you can't do well just to take the job and get the exposure? But what if that exposure is negative? Because you're out right. there, and then you end up doing something that you don't think that you're really comfortable doing. And, like, yeah, I mean, dude, listen, we all have to do those things. I've done tons of those. Like, I do not like to take parties last minute. It's not my favorite thing to do at all. But it's like if the money yeah. is there, and I have chefs who want to work, and I can connect those dots fast enough and shit, yeah, I mean, it's stressful. But, you know, if if it's all there, you you have to jump on it. And sometimes you have to take risks, you know what I mean, like you said. You know, like you don't want to say no. Because it's a big gig, and it could turn into four more big gigs, you know, but at the same right. time. Well, that's where this is going. It's kind of where it's going right now, you know, in that direction. Yeah, but, but you know you what, know, man? You know, you know, you know what a promise is. I'm kind of getting dictated like a little a, bit like right now. Like, they're dictating me how to do my job. It's like, no, I don't, you know, I don't really want to do it like that. That's you know? it. And that's it. You're the expert. You're coming in there. You do right. this. This is what I see, and this is what I know I can do really well. If you want something done right. really well, you're going to let me do it the way I do it. If you want it to be done the way you want it to be done, well, then there's no guarantee on my side that it's going to be done really well because I'm not going to be really comfortable and I'm going to be relying on you to do things that I don't know if I want to ask you to do because you don't work for me. <laughs> right. <laughs> and yeah. it's like I can't go, hey, psst, yo, pick that up. Help me. Come here. You know, I can't say that to you because you're the person, you're my boss now. You know what I mean? So it's right, like, right, right, right. Ah, you know, that's, that, and that's, it's so hard to educate a client on those matters. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like, it's, it's, it's like, it's the daily challenge. I feel like for anyone yeah. in our business who's booking parties or booking weddings or booking dinners or booking themselves out or, you know, whatever, you know, shout out to everybody who's doing it. Cause I know it's a hustle, but it's like, it's the hustle for sure. It's definitely the hustle. So no, Adam, without, without giving away names or anything, just give a quick little rundown, a quick little, you know, a paragraph brief and tell chef Jeff the story you got going on right now and see, I want to get, I want to get his well, I mean, opinion. This man's got a ton of experience tired. working in the Hamptons. Well, I got this offer with, well, for a few like I've done a couple of parties for them. They live in this city, you know. They live in Manhattan, and uh, you know, it's not, it's not that it's, you know, they love my food. They always, they, they've had me for three parties so far. I've done two Christmas parties and a 50th birthday party for them, and awesome. now they have a, they have a, ho- they have a house in East, East Hampton, and they want me to do, they want me to do like four days, five days with them. But you know, I'm Are looking live there? for, well. <laughs> They would put me up on a place. I'd have to find something within a relative budget in East Hampton in the middle of August, which I don't know. Well, I'll, tell you know. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what's feasible right now, if you want to know. I mean, I'll tell you what's feasible is an airstream for for about sixty eight dollars a day that has no air conditioning, no running water. You know. Oof. So, but it does, that's that's part of the experience. I would be. I would roughly like plumb to make a fire. You could pretend my yard for forty, and, bro. 
<laughs> I got a hose. I'll hook you up. I'll put it out there. It'll be like he's got a hose. I have kids. I'll wake you up early. It'll be great. You'll love it. That's badass. I'm in. I'm in. The chickens are all dead. I'll feed the chickens. They'll wake me up. I'll go out. I'll feed them. You know, make it thirty-five. No, they're all gone. I didn't get new ones this year. I've been so busy. I, me and my wife just decided it was like. It was not. It was not. It wasn't, it wasn't. It wasn't worth it this year. So look, tell them. Tell them a little oh. bit what, what the client wants from you, because this is this is the interesting part to me. Okay. Well, well, one day, the one day they want to do a clam bake, but you know, I'd have to supply the clam. I, I would get all the seafood in Connecticut, and and how many bring people? it over with me? Why would you bring it from uh, thirteen people? It's eight adults, five kids, is it cheaper five in days. Connecticut? Oh yeah. Yeah, it would be, but. Oh. Well, we go. I would go to. I'd go to Cops Island. They're like they're the best. They got the best seafood, man. That's awesome. I got to come over and check it out. I've never been there. Oh, you do. Oh, yeah, oh, we're man. Event. We're on a side. I, oh, I just did a dinner I over there. Uh, Adam was with me. These guys. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Guys are amazing. Make sure you check out Edible Nutmeg on the Road. We went out to Cops Island. It's where Blue Point Oysters originated. Oh, Um, yeah. I saw that. I watched it. Amazing. Amazing. Amazing stuff. All right, sorry, Chef. Go ahead, finish the story. Sorry. Yeah, continue. Sorry. So, so yeah, <laughs> so it's a clam bake one day. It's a clam bake one day. And then, then you know, and then it's like a cat two days casual dinner. Then they want to hold, do a barbecue. Can I hold on? Can I just time you out on the clam bake real quick? <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, clam bake on the beach? Yeah. Not uh, berries, though. Not what? berries. I, well, right, I would do it. Right, on the beach, you have to rent a grill. No, I have. Well, I would bring. I would bring a like a turkey fryer. I have a big stock pot that I could do it all. Oh, in. you got one of the. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right, all right, all right. I just was. I wasn't sure if you had to rent all that. Okay, stuff. being Ooh, out there, would they it. allow that on the beach? Would they allow that well, on the beach? You have to get a permit first off. for sure. You have to have permit. <laughs> okay. It depends on where it is. Some some, be- some beaches, I think after six, you can set up. But if it's anything over like a certain number, you know, I don't. I don't know. It's I don't know all the rules on the beach. You can't quote me to that. And I've had a several beers, so I mean, there's no way. That makes you. That's what makes you. That's what makes you an expert. Well, that hey, you that's expert, that's good enough for me, man. 
Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> anything I can help you out with, Adam, like if you're ever out here and you need a, a, a hand or a pointer or anything, a holler. I, I'd love to give you, like, you know, tell you Definitely. where something is or whatever. You know what I mean? Well, I, just, I, just I, know, I know that you just, stand well. Just so you know, um, no. I, if the cops do come to you and say you need a permit, say you talk to Chef Jeff Perazzi and he oh, said yeah. that it was okay. Yeah, totally. <laughs> they know me. All of them. <laughs> Hopefully none of them know me. Uh, except for, like, you know, but, that I'm such a stand-up cat, you know. That's like that's right. Out here, that's you right. know, that's kissing right. babies and, like, making food for people. You know. Hey. Happy. Damn. happy. All right, so listen. So you, you love you cooking, gotta, man. I don't, you know, it's just, it's, it's I don't know, man. Money, it just I just as long as I get taken care of at the end, I just want to cook and make people happy with no, my man, food. That's really all I want to do. You can't pay rent with, bro. I'm sorry. I know, that's I know. great. I love pats on the back, too, and I love being told how awesome my food is, and that's amazing, but it's also about paying me at the end of the day because at the end of the day, all that food costs money, my time costs money, my equipment costs money, exactly. and I'm out here for the love of it because it's my art. And I'm bleeding for it, so pay me. You know okay. what I mean? Like that's what it is. You know, it's like, and that's what you're doing, man. So like, that's what I mean. That's what we're okay. all doing, really. You know, it's like we're out yeah. here like doing it. You know, it's like, I mean, it's. I think it's really important. We're to, saving. We're providing a service, like a special, like it's special service, pretty much. You know, for people, and I guess you're right. You just need to get paid. You pay me my money. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I mean, what, what drives yeah. me crazy is that, and 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 Chef Jeff, you said it, you said it yourself, man. Like, uh, when people come to you, you're the expert when it comes to this sort of thing, um, you know. So I, I don't think you should leave a lot of room for people to tell you what to do. And, and what I do, and what you do specifically, we haven't talked much about the whole restaurant aspect of this, but you know, we come in here, and and you know, for me personally, when I come to do a part of you. I'm, here's my staff, here's how I'm handling, here's my business. And, and to me, I do it slightly different than some people. Here's my cost. XYZ, done deal, here it is. If you want to yeah. add gratuity to it, you pay me in cash gratuity, cool. If you want me to add 20% to the bottom line, I'm happy to do that too. But when I do it for you, when I cost out, like if I say to you, you want me to come to a party for you, and I say, okay, it's 100 bucks. I'm just picking a number to make it easy, by the way, because we've all yeah. been drinking. 100 bucks. Totally. Hundred bucks includes everything. That's gonna include my service staff. That's gonna include my food costs. And, and yeah. for, as you, as you can see with this, the service staff's gonna be shit, and we're gonna be serving Doritos because it's only a hundred bucks. But hundred bucks um, a head. Come on, be nice. Hundred bucks a head. Okay, okay. Hundred bucks a head. But that includes everything. <laughs> because what happens is when you quote that way, when you say this is how we're gonna do this, there's no in between. There's no changing it. There's no nothing. I mean, I've had one person say to me. Uh, oh, well, wow, how much? Oh, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, I say I don't do it that way. You know why? Because I want to make it easier for you. This is the bottom line cost. Whatever we need to take care of, this is what we'll take care of. If you want to add rentals to it, I will add the rentals to the cost of this. However, aside from that, this is what it costs to do. Now, this is my budget. This is how much I'm spending on it. Now, when I do that, I cost out you know, how much I want to make on the party, what I think food's going to cost, what I think my labor's going to cost, but just like you would in a fucking restaurant scenario. Um, and that, mm-hmm. that's how I handle it. You know, I think when you go to somebody and they want you to break it all down for them, they want you to say, well, what if I pay you this and just tell me how much the food costs and we'll take care of that separate. I think that right there is a big red flag for me and makes me say, you know what, this probably not, might not be the right one for me because it's going to be a disaster in the long run. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, definitely. I mean, and that comes with experience, though, too. I mean, you know, I yeah. think uh, I think you'll – like in anything, man, you got to feel it out. You got to fall down and you pick yourself back up and figure out why you fell down. And, yep. and, 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 you know what I mean? Like, and, and, and 
when you get when you have friends tell you, you know, you know, in, in any sport or anything you're doing, it's the same thing. You know what I mean? It's like, but it's all about what you can handle. You know what I mean? And what 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 your bottom line is, like what you need to make at the end of the day, and if it's worth your time. You know what I mean? For to do all that stuff and what you're charging them for too, because. You know, any any of your equipment you use, I implore you to definitely make sure you charge people that you're using it because it's, like yeah. it's silly to it's silly to bring your burner and your pots and your this and your that and and there's no it's not figured into your cost because you're you know if you're catering you're a business and all that stuff wears and tears and breaks and yeah, you're not absolutely. thinking about that in, in your bottom day. line yeah, true. you know what I mean if you're not thinking I about that in your that. bottom line you're gonna end up hurting when that shit breaks you know what i mean it's like but there is some things you have to take it take in consideration when you're trying to build yourself up you know it's just like for me doing the tv stuff i've done you know i have to do i had to do a lot of that shit for free to start to build a name so maybe when you're building everything i do right now is for free in in my (laughs) business i mean for for me it's really just about building up for chefs i mean i'm just trying to get people money and, and, and make great connections and, and build it up. You know, it's like, I, I, I love the idea. That's why I do the company. You know what I mean? It's, it's, yeah. it's all about that. You know what I mean? It, I get that, but it's at the same time, you know, you have to freaking. It's just amazing well, to have these kind of conversations with the guys who do the same kind of work you do. And just, you know, it's amazing how, how, how do I explain it? You know, if I walked into a room with you two guys and didn't know you, that first 10 minutes would be kind of like, eh, we're kind of feeling each other out, not really, we're kind of protective. But then an hour later, we're going to be hugging each other, fucking drinking beers like we've been friends for fucking 25 <laughs> years. That's just the way it works. That's what you do. I mean, we've all, because in the end, we've all been through the same battles. We've all been through the same shit. Whether, you know, it's it's just a different name on the fucking invoice, whether it's Mrs. Johnson or Mr. Uh, Mr. Hagenschmidt. Um, it doesn't matter. It's all the same. Oh, yeah, you can laugh at Hagenschmidt. Hagenschmidt's a good name to throw in my ass. I appreciate that. But it's the same shit, and we've all been through it. And I think the thing that kind of just ties everybody together is the food aspect of it. We all have such a respect for food. Where Adam lives, uh, there's amazing farms. There's amazing things happening up where he lives in northern Connecticut. Oh, where I live, farms. amazing awesome. food. Uh, and Jeff, where you work, Chef, I know there's amazing things out there. I was just fucking out there looking at it and doing a fucking whole TV thing for it. There's amazing. Yeah, there's stuff some really there. nice stuff out here, man. There's definitely some really great farms and things like that for sure. Uh, I want to come check out farm, Connecticut because I feel farm. like it's like right across the bay, you know. And I don't know that it's much about it, it dude. It's so worth it. We have such amazing food here. There's so so true. many good farms in this area. It's unbelievable. This local support here is unbelievable. Yeah, people are into it, man. They're into it. And and Jeff, I went to uh, Balsam Farm, which is just an amazing place. I love those guys. Ian's one of my. I love Ian. Do you really? Ian's amazing. He's he's awesome. Ian's hilarious, Um, dude. He's one of the funniest dudes. uh, I mean, that used to come as as far as like farmers used to deliver stuff to the back door at places I've worked. He was one of those dudes that used to make me laugh. (laughs) Uh, We did we did a edible edible East End on Balsam Farm. It'll be out soon. Um, Those guys are amazing. Um, um, we made a really cool kale and, and cucumber and uh, corn salad using yogurt. It was awesome. Anyway, Delicious. I haven't seen enough yet. Uh, make sure you check out uh, my man, uh, Chef Jeff Razi. It's at Forking Chef on social media. And, of course, the JK Chef Collection. The guy is a great guy. Uh, he's an amazing chef. And as you can see from the phone, he's a guy out from the phone, from the interview here in the, in the uh, conversation tonight. He's just a great guy all around. He's a guy I can sit around and hang out with and talk forever because the guy is awesome. 
Uh, and of course, Chef Adam Bedini, he's three dollars a monkey shit in a two dollar bag. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, I, I think the world of uh, 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 Chef Adam Bedini, the man doesn't give himself enough credit. Uh, he's an amazing chef. He's doing some crazy, crazy cool things and, you know, trying to find his way, uh, doing things with amazing uh, food truck. Make sure you follow him. If most of you don't already, that's at, uh, on Instagram at a.bedini87 and, of course, CT Streetery. Make sure you check them out there. Uh, and, of course, my man, Chef Adam Bedini, is going, uh, Jeff, to the CT Chef's Challenge this year to defend his oh, title, nice. his crown. Got the bell. I'm taking it home again this year, man. I'm taking it Yo, home. Man. They better watch out. I'm rooting for you, brother. If Thanks, you want to come, we'll talk off air, chef. If you want to come, man, I'll I'll put you on the VIP list and we'll take care of you. If you want to come out there and hang out for the VIP, oh, would, when is it? Uh, September 22nd. September. Oh, 22nd. that's a really good chance. It's gonna be a great time, dude. Oh, for yeah. sure. Let's, let's let's work that out. It's a great time. There'll be an amazing after party. We'll get into more of that as the as the show moves on here through August. But uh, it's, it's going to be an amazing time. And of course, my man, uh, one of the coolest things about this event, uh, Chef Adam. Uh, we didn't have a trophy. We didn't have a certificate. You know, what we had Jeff. We had a motherfucking what? championship belt. That's right. Championship belt, belt motherfucker. You damn right. <laughs> I love and it. My man, my man's going to come defend his belt this year. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, guys, uh, you know. We've been talking a lot. This time has just fucking flown by because it's been an amazing conversation. And I think I'm going to do more uh, shows like this because it's really fun to do and talk and just, you know, like-minded individuals. I, I firmly believe, gentlemen, and, you know, we live in a world where everyone's trying to get a piece of the pie. Uh, everyone wants to get their own thing. Um, I work really, really hard to, to try to make a bigger pie because I think with a bigger pie, we can all do well for ourselves. And I think having conversations like this helps make that happen. Um Definitely, definitely. With with regards to the business and kind of where we're at, uh, we haven't touched a lot on the restaurant scenario uh, aspect of it, and I want to touch on it for a couple minutes here before we sign off and call it a night. But uh, we've all worked in restaurants. We've all been in that territory. Um, you know, for me, one of the things that makes me crazy about working in a restaurant, and I've never understood it, and, and I've never said this out loud, um, I, I, I don't understand why – it's expected. It's the norm. If you are a salaried individual in, in the restaurant business, whether you're the sh- a chef or whether you're the sous chef or whether you're chef de cuisine or even a front man, front end manager or a bar manager, why it's acceptable to just be like, you know what, uh, this job is 50, 56 hours a week. Um, that's just the way we're doing it. And here's your pay for it. Why is that like the thing? Why is that, you know, every other job in the world's 40 hours a week and you get paid overtime. Why is it in our business? It's, it's, you know what? That's just what's expected. Why is that? Why is that the thing? Because we work at ridiculous hours. <laughs> we work every yeah, day. We work all the time. There's never. When do we ever have a uh, time for ourselves? Besides, besides at twelve o'clock at night or one in the morning or three in the morning, you know. But right. But why yeah. is that the expectation? Why is that what what, you know, people say that's what we're gonna do? Why is that? Do you ever like, read Creme Carmel? Wait, say that again. Have you ever read uh, like a like the biography of like uh, Karim Carmel or whatever his name is? I have the not. French, I have the not. famous French chef. Uh, yeah, like you know when you when you read what those guys went through and like to be like amazing chefs, you know a lot of them died young because of like the cook rooms, you know, were like zero ventilation and like. Yeah, yeah. They had to make that. Cho- I mean, cigarettes and just. Yeah, I mean it was like a. It's like a. 
it's like a real blue collar man. I shouldn't say man like that. That's kind of that's like sexist. Nowadays. That's all right. It's whatever. You know what you mean. But you know what I mean. It's like it's like a real like it's a real like kind of tough job. You know what I mean? Like right. really, it is, and it's become like a fancy job. Uh, in like say the last fifteen or twenty years, <laughs> in my opinion, I mean where it's become like fancy in the sense where. Uh, you know, there's like TV shows now where chefs are like on TV oh, and they become celebrities, and it's like become like yeah. this like thing where people are like, it's almost like rapper stardom sometimes. You know what I mean? People like think like, oh, I'm gonna get on this TV show and I'm gonna become like, I'm gonna get out of the hood or, or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, and I, and I don't know if that's a, I don't know if that's like a, a great analogy, but you know what I mean? You know what I mean? It's like yes, no, definitely. I don't know. I think I think sometimes I think the Food Network is like the best and worst thing that's happened to food. As far as, like, it's great for, like, consumers, like, understand food better. But I feel like it kind of made everyone feel like, well, I can do that. Right. You know, like, I don't know. No, you can't. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You want to say it, but you can't. can't. It's... That's that's the that's the difficult Throw part. Throw down right wanna... now, me and you. <laughs> let's well, do it. Right right you don't like my salsa? Make a salsa. Let's see how good it is. <laughs> Throw down, blind Walk challenge, D A P. Let's go. Now. Right, that's what you want to say. Like when someone debu- they, like says something about the, your like your food, you're like looking at them like really, my food? Yeah, really. <laughs> Inner monologue time? Really? Huh? What? Huh? You give them that, that million mile stare, looking at them like, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're really seeing, just say that. I, I you think know. you're seeing a bit of a change in the business because you're seeing more guys like myself, my, more guys like uh, Chef Jeff, more guys like uh, my dude Chef Adam here on the phone. You, you're seeing more guys like us going that private route, going the whole, you know, it because. I don't know. Like for me, I have more respect for myself than, you know, I live in a different, we, we live in the Northeast. So it's a little bit different here to say, and I'm not saying it's a bad amount of money, but you're not going to pay me thirty-five, forty $40,000 a year to run a fucking restaurant. It's just, it's insulting. Like I know what that entails. You may yeah, think no. I don't, but I'm not going to work. Well, 70 it's, hours you know what a week it is? It's the margins nowadays are so tough, man. Restaurants are, are, are it's a, it's a, it's a really hard business. I commend anyone who's in the restaurant business or has a food truck like Adam. I mean, I think that's like, yeah, when you have the turnover rate like that, is ridiculously high in this state. It's, I mean, yeah. where we are, especially, you know, it's overhead it's and taxes like, and permits and all the stuff you have to carry, oh, and hold gosh. and insurance. Oh it, my gosh, you, you, you have to taxes. work just to clear that, you know, just before yeah, you crazy. even can live. You know, that you don't well, eat until you make whatever. Here's you know, so it's like we have a guy on hold right now. I see him and, and we have a bunch of calls here on hold and we're not going to have time to get to everybody. I'm sorry. We're going to do this again. and We'll get to you guys, but I want to get to this gentleman here uh, who is on hold with me right now, because this gentleman here, he owns a restaurant. He's one of the most incredibly positive human beings you'll ever meet in your whole entire fucking life. Um, he's so cool to everybody. He's so nice to everybody. Uh, the one and only chef's Katori is Kevin Levine is on hold right now. I just brought him on. Chef, what's up, brother? How are you? Kevin, what's up, bro? What's hey. going on, everybody? How y'all doing? What's up? We are good, man. How you doing, brother? I'm doing great to hear your voice, dude. Great to hear your voice. Uh, I hope you're doing well, man. You're killing it over there. Uh, you know, it's funny because you, know, you own a restaurant. You're part of that whole deal, man, and you just – you sent me a text after I was talking about what people pay, and you said, amen. I'm guessing that's what you were talking about, right? Well, you know, it's it, 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 it kind of funny. It's it, it's a catch-22, like and even, Adam, you were just saying, you know, um, I want to talk about entitlement for one minute. You know, these people come in, the younger generation, 
um, and they come in and they're wanting to make all this money, dude, you got to work for it. Hell yes. yes. It's blood, it's sweat, it's yeah. tears, you know, it, it's moving up in the ranks. And, you know, like Adam, yeah. look at you, man. You you own your own food truck now. I mean, it's just absolutely awesome to see these people, you know, working their way uh, to get to what they want. Well, it, it was a craft that used to be apprenticed. I mean, you know what I mean? It was, right. It, it, I mean, you know, it's like you have to think about the roots of, our, of, of what we do, you know. It's like, absolutely. right, right. No, you're so right. You're so right. Yeah, I think too many people, it's almost one of those things where you hear people who say to you when you start having some success in your life, they say, hey, man, don't forget where you came from. But I think there's a little bit of truth to that. I think it's not so much remembering where you came from, but it's remember where the business that you're working at came from. You know, people slaved away in order to make this be a profession that you can raise your family on, that you, a profession that you can be proud of, a profession that when you say that you're a chef, people look at you and go, wow, that's really, really, really cool. 20 years ago, that's not at all what it was. And it's, it's excelled no, so it wasn't. far. No, it wasn't. Right. And in the past year. 20 it, years it, ago. No, go ahead. Sorry. No, dude, go ahead. You're, you're on point. You're finishing it. You're with me. Go. 20 years ago, this, this industry was looked down upon. Um, yes. you, you're in the restaurant <laughs> yeah. business, really. You know, now it is. It uh, is uh, cat, chef, chef, we, chef, it, chef. It was one of those things where people would say, "Oh, you're in the restaurant business." Well, listen, you know, when you decide what you want to do, I think you'll be very good at. It. Yeah. You're very, you know, they, yeah, it was kind of one of those right. things, you know. You're, you're gonna so make right. some lady really happy. Look, 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 and then I and then I pulled my pants up and said, "What are you talking about?" Oh shit! Ding. <laughs> Ding. Ding. Tons of but I'll bump. <laughs> <laughs> all right, sorry, chef. sorry, Kevin. Go ahead, brother. Sorry. No, no, it's all good. But I mean, I, I, it's it's so true. I mean, times have changed, and you know, it's funny because I, I I sit and. Uh, my wife and I come home and we talk about the day and this and that and, you know, the recognition, you know, seeing these people come in day to day, you know, we have regulars that come in five days a week uh, and some of the days they come in lunch and dinner and, you know, building the relationships and and getting to know, they know who I am as an individual, not just as somebody preparing their food, you know, it's, but it's also remembering and I'm always telling people my Emerald's days, and, you know, my college days and, and, you know, when I used to be thrown on the back line because I, did, I didn't do a great job. I mean, you got to remember where you came from. You Wait, did they have college back then? I know how old you are. I'm just, I didn't know they had college back then. <laughs> but on the flip side, you, wow. you also got to remember who gives you the opportunities where you are today. Oh, for me, for sure. wise, my opportunity came from my in-laws. They gave right. me the opportunity eight years ago when Scatori's opened up to be who I am today. And that, yeah. for that, I'm grateful for it. So it's like you've got you to gotta remember, and like you said, Plum, you've got to remember where you got to remember who you are today and how you got to that place. Completely, man. Yeah, and I think it's an amazing. my clients. <laughs> there you go. But it's, <laughs> it, it's true, and you're, and, you're, and you're right, Chef. It's, it's People come into this business, whether they're, you know, not everybody, obviously, but fresh out of culinary school or maybe they maybe they, they did a stage somewhere or they've worked at a restaurant in New York City or whatever. But 
you know, they come out and they, they, they try to enter the business and they think, well, Hey, you know, I just, I just, I just graduated from, from Johnson and Wales. Like, like I should be an executive chef. That's what I am now. Yeah. And, 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 you know, I should be paid, you know, $175,000 a year and I should get every Sunday off, you know, because I have a degree. That's not the case, man. Yeah. It does. I mean, listen, I think a culinary degree is great. I think it's a great basis. It's a great, you know, for me, when I went to culinary school, I had 10 years of experience before I went to culinary school. And when I went, um, you know, I, I could cook my ass off as a line cook. I can make you whatever you wanted. You know, if you, you teach me your menu, I will be the best line cook you fucking have. Culinary school gave me some history, gave me some background, gave me some appreciation. And more importantly, I graduated from CIA in 2003. I got taught discipline, which I desperately fucking needed in my life. So to me, culinary school is a great thing. Now, I didn't come out of culinary school saying I want everybody to call me chef and blah, blah, blah. I came out of culinary school having a mad respect for the business and understanding what I was getting in was more than just a job to have while I was in college. Right. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. 100%. 100%. But you have so many people who come out of the business now or come into the business now who are like, whoa, wait a minute. I had to work six months before I went to culinary school, so I did that. So I, I worked at McDonald's, and then I got this culinary degree. Yeah. And then, hey, you know what? I, I don't know why, I'm but these motherfuckers, these motherfuckers that per se won't call me back. What's wrong with them? Yeah. <laughs> and then they're asking you how to make a bechamel. And it's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> so, but they, they, you're no, right. they don't even know what a bechamel is. Yeah. <laughs> Look, let me tell you something. I know what a bechamel is, but don't ask me to spell that shit. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right, man. And so, uh, 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 Kevin, like, you know, the restaurant you've got doing, is doing great. You're doing amazing things down there. Uh, in South Carolina, you got some big things happening right now, man. Tell us what's going on down there. What's going on with the competition? Yeah. What's going on with those things? Uh, right now, we're uh, Hoplox Cutting Boards is actually holding a uh, hashtag 2016 Cutting Board Challenge. Um, we had over a hundred applicants all over the country. Uh, yeah, you didn't take mine. You did, you you declined me. Yeah, you didn't take mine either, Kevin. What the hell? <laughs> hey, I, I missed wanted, out. I wanted to be biased, man. I'm just kidding. You didn't decline me. Out. I'm just busting your balls. You guys it's all right. Are in my kitchen. You guys are welcome in my kitchen. What, what was the challenge? Yeah, tell, tell right, Chef so Chef what the challenge was, brother. So basically, each week, the chef, uh, the chef gets a new ingredient and or a, uh, a, some kind of a challenge. Uh, one chef gets eliminated each week. Um, when we get down to the final two chefs, uh, the Chamber of Commerce here in Myrtle Beach uh, has donated two round-trip tickets. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And hotel accommodations from anywhere in the continental United States. So these two final chefs are going to come to Scatori's and get their final ingredient challenge live in front of, you know, uh, uh, all of our regulars. Anybody that wants to come, social media-wise, is more than welcome to come. It's going to be a five-course chef-style dinner. Um, We just had an elimination tonight, um, and the new challenge for they had 48 hours starting tonight um, is they need to design a dish. Uh, including three ingredients with their first name, le- with their letter of their first name. I was like, uh, what? <laughs> yeah, first letter. Not- wow, that was okay. suck. One of them, one of them is his name is Kurt. So K, man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, I'm, I'm hoping for him because I mean, K, you got kumquat, you got kiwi, you got kale, but what? I mean, there's not much K's. That's great. Oh. Are you kidding me? That's awesome. I think there's there's got to be more than that, right? Uh, <laughs> kohlrabi. Right. Uh, <laughs> let's let's I'm over uh, here like cases. It's really cool. It's really cool. We've uh, we've hit four countries now with Hoplocks, 42 states. Um, it, it's just we just introduced our first line. Uh, it's a uh, Standard cheese board, uh, the food and wine pairing uh, graph. Right the knife holder right one looks line. ridiculous, yeah. bro. The knife holder one yeah. the knife on the side. That's, oh, that's yeah. the one. Yeah. I'm, that's the one I'm gonna have to. Smoke. His name Smoke Twenty uh, Smoke Twenty Three Twenty Four. He's out in California, and he's a smart uh, he guy. said, "Jeff, I want I want you to design me something different." I'm like, "Okay." He says, "I'm I'm tired of putting my knives on the table," and you know. Can you design like some kind of a magnetic something in your cutting board? I'm like, oh my god, what a great idea! So I, I embedded some some magnets in the side of it, and the way I I embedded them, no matter how you throw your knife onto this magnet, it will the blade will never touch the the table. Wow, I love that's it. awesome! That's awesome it's, it's man. I love cool. it. I love it. That's hey, the look one. here. I'm telling you, that's the one. That's a million-dollar idea. You better patent yeah. that shit right now. Hey, Kev, he's <laughs> right, man. If you want to be on this show, man, get out there. Do it. Do hey, it now. You want to take this to Shark Tank, I could help you do that, man, because I'm telling you what, that's fucking genius. I'm telling you, <clears throat> excuse me while I die, uh, the clientele that I work with out in the Hamptons and, and Montauk and the East End, and I'm sure Chef Jeff would agree, those motherfuckers would eat that shit up, dude. Yeah. No, it's great. It's a great idea. It's a great cool. idea. I love yeah. it. <coughs> well, there you. it is. Thank you. Uh, the one and only uh, Chef Kevin Levine, Chef Scatori, checking in with us, man. Keep killing it. Hey, Kevin. How much, hey, how much, balsamic vinegar, how much balsamic vinegar reduction did you do tonight? 
I always fucking uh, about I that. I was actually <laughs> off tonight, but I did make a gallon of it yesterday. Jesus, stop <laughs> dancing Christ on a pogo stick. Good God. My man, Kev, nothing but love for you, my man. I'll talk to you here hey, soon, all right, dude? Hey, you guys too, man. Take, Take care, care bro. You're the man. Later, we'll at you. My man, be good. There he is, uh, Chef Scatori checking in. Uh, what a great guy. Uh, you know, I, I think the world of him. He's awesome. Love yeah, man, he's, he, he's, he's a good dude, man. I, I think a lot of him. And, and, you know, he's one of those guys who, you know, he gets a little bit of heat. Uh, sometimes, but uh, he's a great chef. And when I had him oh, on what? the show here, I was so busting nice. his balls a little bit. And, and, you know, he came, I told him, I was busting his balls about the balsamic vinegar reduction. I said, hey, man, 1997 called, they want the reduction back. And he Ooh. said, look, dude, maybe. He's like, but where I live, they're eating it up. My restaurant's packed every night, and they order it by the four-ounce ramekin. And I was like, dude, if they're doing that, then I'm the asshole. You're absolutely right. <laughs> Yo, at the end of the day, it's your client you got to make happy, man. You know what I mean? Like, if your client says, like, listen, I want, like, cream cheese stuffed in chicken with, I don't know, think of something disgusting. I don't know. Just something, yeah, I mean, you know, and, like, you have to make it. You know what I mean? Like, you're like, oh, is that what you like? Well, that sounds yeah. amazing. Let me hook that up. You well, know, Grandma Tilly made meatloaf how? Oh, give me that recipe. I, I'd love to do it, you know? And, like, I mean, and, you, have to, you know. That's one of the things that I think we have in common as, as private chefs and private caterers with restaurant people. We got to cater to the clientele. And whether yeah. it's something we agree with or disagree with, you know, no one's asking for your opinion. It's more I about. Be honest. Putting... I Go miss that though. Don't you miss that? Yeah. Don't you miss the restaurant yeah. sometimes? Because the do. restaurant, it's a it. demographic, right? In the restaurant, you have a demographic. You make your food, and they come right. out and eat it. When you're right. catering or you're a private chef, you're making their food, you, you, your spin on what they want. You know what I mean? Like right. it's a different. It's a different animal, you know. It, well, it, it really is. I miss the restaurant a lot sometimes, man. I really do. I like. I miss I, even the long hours, the whole thing. I miss it. I just like yeah, miss the whole. But I have the answer. You know, I'm by my I'm by myself all the time. You know, in the truck, I got I got someone that makes orders, but they really aren't culinary wise. I miss the brigade, the the lifestyle. You know, the camaraderie yeah. that you have with yes. with with your team. You know, that's that's kind of yeah. what I miss. The family I mean, style, you know. Well, because it's, it it's every moving part makes that makes that beautiful thing, that ballet, that dance. You know what I mean? The big all the come to, out. It's the dance. That's what it is. The dance. It's time to dance, yeah. guys. <laughs> and, you know, it, 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 it goes it goes back to you know we work these long hours. You know, I'm working on on the right of me. I got my man Chef Jeff on the left. I got my man Chef Adam, and we're working two feet from each other for ten hours a day. I mean, that becomes your family. That becomes your people. That's the people you trust. That's the oh, yeah, people man. that. You know, sure, we may get annoyed with each other. We may fucking fight with each other. But guess who else does that, brother? Families. Families totally. do that. Yeah. And that's exactly. what it becomes. And let me tell you something, Chef. Uh, Jeff, what, the, the cure for that, that what ails you when it comes to doing that and having that camaraderie, uh, I found that as a private chef and as a caterer, um, it's doing pop-up dinners. Because I uh, ah, have found nice. that when you, when you do awesome. that, I, I have a, uh, Adam's worked with me at these dinners, man. How... I mean, dude, at the end of the night, yeah. it's all hug. I mean, listen, we'll be dicks to each other at the, at the dinner. Like, hurry the fuck up, move this, do this, do that. But at the end of the night, it's a big hug. It's a big congratulations. Because you're power having... tripping, Plum. What's up with that? Yeah, I'm, I'm a douche. That's what it's about. I'm a douche. But at the end of the night, I'm just breaking balls, man. Yeah, dude, but at the end of the night, we're having beers and, and fucking, it's the way it goes. Oh, yeah, man. It's, it's, no, I know exactly what it's about, man. I love that. I love it. I love seeing everybody later. 
I miss that whole thing. I mean, that's the one thing. I mean, that's like my dream is to be able to do private work, but then be able to still have, like, you know, those moments. Uh, a friend of mine used to, uh, calls them, like, water cooler moments. You know what I mean? Like, Ooh. everyone's, like, standing there for a second and just like, yo, <laughs> you see that? <laughs> yeah. You know, whatever. And then being like, and then hearing, like, chicken, 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 and like, oh, man, all right, let's go. Like, you know, like, everyone drops what they're doing and runs back into there and, like, gets it going and, like, Yep. You know what I mean? While somebody's prepping something that somebody forgot, while some this and that, and blah, 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 you know, it's like I love that. Well, there's, <laughs> there's, days, the there's days when all you can hear is there's days when you, all you can hear is that ticket machine going through your head, and there's days when you're missing that machine. You're like, damn, oh, I, yeah, missed that. I missed exactly. that. <laughs> I mean, I love I love doing private work because it's just me, and it's at the end of the day, it's like I got right. no one to yell at but myself. You know what I mean? If mm-hmm. I don't make prep right, lists, I don't right. do my job right. I don't ask questions. No matter what happens. It's me and the client. I can't blame the right. client. So it's like, all right, this is what it is. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> and I have well, to I tell you out. what, I don't miss those days at all working in Florida, running restaurants where, you know, fucking things like oh. Mother's Day, and I'm working the past, and I got tickets on my rail from the start to the finish. I'm doubled up at the end, and the goddamn printer is going on the floor. And oh, yeah. you just tickets you're to just the floor, line to, out the door. Woo! Dude, that's it. <laughs> and you're, just, you're just trying to. You're just trying to keep your head above water, and 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 you're trying, you're calling tickets, and you're trying not to be a douche because you oh, know yeah, it's man. like working at yeah, man. Come station, on, man. and you trying to you cook six like, orders in one yeah. pan because you you have to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but but you yeah, gotta man, get no one knows what and, that's and, like. No one knows what that's mm-hmm. like, man, unless you've done it. No one gets it. No, no one. Knows. You ever do dishes no. in a place like that? That yes, that's the truth. That's the yes. <laughs> Yo, man, oh. you want to learn what it was like growing up being a chef, like how I grew up? That is the truth. That's it. That's oh, it. Yeah. Burn yourself with people who hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody hates you. You're the dishwasher. No one's Everybody. nice to you. Pretty waitress just talk to you and flirt with you, and then everyone hates you because of that. doesn't matter what you do. Everyone hates right. you. You're the dishwasher, the scrub. They don't want to talk to you. It was terrible growing up like that, man. Dude. But you learn so much. Oh, you're making my knees tingle. You're making my knees tingle. (laughs) Um, But having that same thing with, you know, we, Adam and I, he was with me at my pop-up dinner right at Cops Island, uh, where we took this fucking dock overlooking the water. You can find them on Instagram at chef underscore fun, the pictures from this, this dinner. Uh, We did a, was it six courses, chef? I don't remember. It was 40 people. It was six courses. 40 people, six horses. We, we turned a dock chef into a restaurant for a night. And, um, awesome. Beautiful local food. We pulled the lobsters out of the water and cooked them that. I mean, it was just amazing. And it's one of those things that, that if you're looking for that sort of, of feeling to have it back, doing a dinner like that, um, it really puts you back there. And, you know, thankfully oh, yeah, I had an amazing yeah, yeah. crew, amazing crew that, that, that made my job so much easier. And having great cooks like, and great chefs like uh, Adam helping out with that dinner was uh, was definitely choice. And again, you guys, I haven't said it enough yet. You can definitely, you should if you don't already. Make sure you follow my man Chef Jeff at Forking Chef, which is just genius and should be a TV show name. Uh, at Forking Chef, and it's, it, it should be like a sitcom, kind of like Roseanne, but like the husband's a chef and she's like, oh, Forking Chef. It'd be awesome. Maybe not. Well, I started, a lot of, that was I my first business model. It never worked out, but that was. <laughs> well, I apologize. Everybody I, needs I, a forking chef. Hey. No. Hey, hey, there you go. Of course, hey, my man. Hey, bada bing. Uh, 
Chef uh, Badini at a.badini87 uh, on Instagram. Um, you guys, I got one more question for you, man, each, and then we got to end the show because they're going to, they're, they're counting us down as I can see the countdown going right now. And uh, we'll do this again. I know we have a, f- a few calls here on hold and I haven't got a chance to get to you, but uh, we will. We're gonna oh, come on. Take them quick, quick. Pull them off. I, 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 dude, they're really counting us down. I can't. If I take the calls, we'll, they'll just end the fucking show and it won't. It, you'll see. It, it's weird how it works because they just they cut me off. It's not good time. Terrible. You know, you'll get somebody on the phone. They'll start running their mouth forever and talking like fucking yeah. Chef Kevin Levine. And they run their mouth. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I love Yo. you. You know I love you. You know I love you. Um, oh, man. What if you could say if you could change one thing in our business, one thing that you could change, what would it be? Uh, I'm afraid, Jeff. Jeff, Jeff, you're first. <laughs> you um, one free? thing. Yeah. If oh, I could change one thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Oh man. If I could change one thing in our business, I guess I don't know. I would. I would. Hmm. I don't know, man. I'd want, uh, I'd want. What would make it better? What I'd, would make the industry itself better? I I think I would want every single person who comes at a culinary school to have to do a month in a pit. Not bad. Before they came, before they came looking for the sous chef position, I'd have to know that they did a month someplace like everybody i feel like that should be like the new status quo like everybody has to come up like you know because not everybody's come up you know what i mean and everybody has to at least at least know what it's like to come up so they have the respect for the people who are doing it who are really doing it you know what i mean because you're right because without that guy in the pit guess whose fucking day just got an hour longer you know (laughs) guess who's everyone's day got an hour longer (laughs) yeah Yeah. Yeah. i guess who all just lost money you know what I mean? Like, wow, you have to think exactly. about it all the way. It trickles all the way down, man. The whole thing is just like, if everybody's there an hour longer, the whole place lost money because that guy was unhappy because this didn't work out and, like, no one's treating him nice. Uh, I, 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 I just think I think everybody should have to know what it's like to have dishes thrown at them and all that kind of stuff. I feel like there's not enough respect given to the people, like the backbone people who work in our industry. That's pretty brilliant, man. That's pretty fucking brilliant. Uh, Adam, what do you think, man? What What's one... Uh... One thing you could change in this business, what would it be? Oh, man. One thing that I would probably change is uh, the way people personify our business and thinking that they could do everything Wait, that we could out, do. Wait, time out, time out, time out. What was that <laughs> word you just completely fucking butchered trying personify. to say? The way that you they personify our business. Like, people, the, the foodies out there, I wish people did, I wish people took a step back and let us actually do what, what we are we are professional about what we do, you know. Yeah, I think that's that's probably that's probably a good way to do it, man. Uh, uh, you know, uh, I think that's. But how how do you change that? What what would be the thing you do to change it? What would it be? Uh, I don't, you know, I get rid of Food Network probably. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Uh, that's brought a lot of awareness to food. I feel like that's you couldn't change that, man. People make a lot of money because of the Food Network. A lot of shit. No, yeah, yeah, listen, Food Network's been good for my business for sure. And and I'm gonna tell you what I would change. And and it, it it's it's kind of a combination of the bo- of the two things you guys both just said. Um, number one, I would want a show on Food Network that was real, a show that would 
tell everybody what it takes to get to where you are. What it Listen, takes. They don't want to I, put you, me on, man. They don't want me on TV. Okay. They don't want me. I wish they taught you that in culinary school. I wish that culinary school had a class where where you were in a real life situation where you are you have three orders of prime rib left and you have eight orders on the board. You know. Yeah. I wish they I wish they kind of taught you more real life situations like that. You know. That's when you pull a waitress in and you strip her down. You, like, I like, know. Yeah. Like, you just tell three her. Three orders like, of ribs left, and they order five. A, I it's told like, you three orders of ribs. How is there ain't on a ticket? Do you think this is a game? <laughs> Look, I love how you I guys wish there was more real-life situations like that in school. Here I am trying to have a Springer's final thought moment, and you guys both fucking like, oh, that's some good shit. Hold on, let me chime in there. <laughs> Sorry. My bad, love. That's all right, dude. Look, you take the you you take this you have a show on the Food Network, on the Cooking Channel, on some sort of mainstream media that shows, hey, listen, this dude's a fucking dishwasher. This guy came from a family uh, into this business because he had to. He didn't choose to. He needed a job. That's why he's here. He's not here to be Bobby Flay. He's not here to be chopped, and he's not here about your cutthroat kitchen. He's here because he has bills to pay and a kid at home. That's why the fuck he's here. I would love you might to get the history channel like to pick that up, homie. I don't know. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, you're right. But also, on the same accord for what Chef Jeff was saying, I think that everybody in this entire world should have to spend six months working in the restaurant business. I think – maybe not even restaurant, customer service business, just dealing with people because in the end, that's what it comes down to. So we need a show that shows people coming into the restaurant business because they have to, not because they choose to because it's the only way they can make money for themselves to earn, to, to learn the respect for it. And then two, you know what it is? We'll combine the both. We'll have a person who's never had a job ever. Uh, and then they get into the, their first job ever is working in the restaurant business for six months. There it is. That's the fucking show. And you tell me that we wouldn't all watch that. Cause we all would watch it and we'd all would laugh and be like, yes, that pan is fucking hot in the dish pit, and no one told you, and they did it on purpose to watch you burn so you can learn your fucking lesson. <laughs> and there, it's not nice you have people it. do it, man. It's not nice. You know, I, I feel good about tonight. I feel like we solved a lot of people's problems. I feel like we solved a lot of the issues in, in the restaurant business tonight. <laughs> definitely covered a lot of ground tonight. Yeah, I feel um, like it's, it was definitely a good conversation. Thanks, um, <laughs> gentlemen. Dude, let me tell you something. This this is one of this may be one of my favorite shows I've ever done. To be honest with you guys, it, it's been a lot of fun. I feel like I was sitting right beside you and we were just talking shop, and it was amazing. Um, we had people checking in with us. Big shout out to my man Kevin Levine, Jessica Tori, of course, uh, Pan Chef, and my girl Sweet Cakes by Sarah. I see a lot of you. I see a few people on hold here. Uh, we're gonna do this again because this was a lot of fun for me, and in the end, that's what it's all about. Is what makes me happy. Um, I want to do a big thank you to my man, uh, Chef Adam Bedini, for coming on here and talking shop with us and sitting here at the round yeah. table. And of course, my man, uh, Chef you, Chef Marazzi. You got it, brother, thank from you, uh, the JK Chef Collection. You guys were awesome to talk to. I couldn't have picked two better guys to hang out with. Two great chefs, and uh, but more my importantly, pleasure. two better guys. And uh, I look forward to the future with you gentlemen. Make sure you follow. Likewise, uh, Jeff. Bob. At Forking Chef, and of course, my man Chef Bedini at a dot Bedini eighty seven. Gentlemen, am I missing any of the plugs for you guys? No, you uh, no. Unless and, and, hey, if any chefs out there, any private chefs, anybody who's done any private work, sorry, Chef Plum, real quick. No, uh, get at me, uh, Jeff at JK Chef Collection. You're looking to do some work in the Hamptons in New York City, doing some private work, and you've done some private work. 
I would uh, I would love oh, to we'll talk be, to we'll any be talking, Jeff. We, we will be talking soon, Jeff. <laughs> please, please, please. Plum, no, you've got Plum's number. Plum has my number. He'll give it to you for sure. Call me. Yeah, I, I, don't, sure. I, don't share, sure. I don't share. I don't share information. Um, oh, you. <laughs> no, of course. I'll make sure you guys connect. You guys follow each other on social media, so that's the best way to get it. Of course, I'll hand phone numbers over if you want. Also, totally. uh, just everybody who's out there, too, I want to point out one more time just to make sure it's very, very clear. Chef Jeff is helping out a buddy of his who uh some star chef who is uh, opening a hotel, right, or restaurant in Nantucket and is looking for four more guys to come work in the kitchen. Six-month contract, quality, I believe. Quality that, right, guys chef? looking to looking to work, learn, build a great yeah. team, and uh, and really make some really amazing food. So I think I think it's definitely a really amazing opportunity. Any any chefs out there uh, look looking to come to Nantucket or or from the area, uh, please get at me, Jeff JKChefCollection.com. And of course, I will do some social media and post that. And that's going to be a paid job as well, and it's also including uh, housing. Is that right, Chef? Uh, with the housing, it's it's minimal minimal a month. You know, it comes out of the pay though. It's part of the you know right. part of the package. Yeah, yeah. But so, yes, yes. Know. But there definitely is, there's a house. It's a it's a, actually a pretty nice house from what I've heard, and uh, it has uh you know the Wi-Fi and the great TV package. You know, like the real world, but working really hard at the same time. <laughs> but you're not going to have any time to watch any of that because you're going to be working as well as I you know as yeah, well as I know no, you're going to be working. It, it, it's really, I mean, it's a serious job. I, I shouldn't joke, but it's, it's 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 a serious it's a serious job, and it's 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 definitely a, a really great team that 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 the chef's trying to build. And I think that, uh, like I said, I think it's a great opportunity for anybody who's interested in doing it. So definitely get at man, me, man. If you've got nothing tying you down, this is a no-brainer. Uh, hit, hit Chef Jeff up and uh, check that out because it, it really is a no-brainer. Michelin Star Chef has it on your resume. It's six months of your life, maybe longer. You never know. But uh, it yeah. sounds amazing, so make sure you do that. We'll, we'll post on social media, of course, on uh, uh, at Chef underscore Plum on all the social media and, of course, on Chef with two Fs on them. Yep. Prima Don is not apply. Prima Don is not apply. <laughs> I think we've made that very clear tonight. <laughs> sorry, uh, I just to, did I was like did I overstep my bounds? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you you're fantastic, gentlemen. I'm gonna keep you on the I'm gonna I'm gonna finish the show with you on the air here. So uh let's get into a couple plugs here and call this show a night. There you go. Later Later guys. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you can follow my guest this evening, the one and only Chef Jeff Ferrazzi. He is at Forking Chef, and of course, my man, Chef Adam Bedini, at a.bedini87 on social media. That's right, guys. And of course, don't forget me, your boy, the one and only Chef underscore Plum on social media. Follow me there, uh, Chef with two Fs on Facebook. And uh, don't forget my man, uh, follow us at Streetery, at CT Streetery on Instagram. Uh, I saw we lost my man, uh, we lost uh, Jeff there, but Adam, you're still me, right? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay, there it is. There it is. Uh, great show tonight. Love this conversation. It was a lot of fun. You were worried too, man. It wasn't bad, was it? It was a great convo. Wow, well, we're kicking ass, we're taking names. That's what we do. There it is. Check it out, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to go ahead and call this show an end. It, it, it went long. Uh, the time is running out, uh, but I appreciate you checking out the number one food talk show on Monday nights. Plum Love Foods Live. I am your host, the one only Chef Plum. This is my man, Chef Adam Bedini. Uh, Chef, say bye to him real quick. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening. Tuning in.
We'll see you next week. <laughs> there you go. We'll see you next week. Hey, check it out. Food is one of the most important things that we have in life. Everything important in life happens around food. Let's make sure we give it the time that it deserves. And we'll see you guys next week on Plum Love Foods Live. Take care, guys. Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW report prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18+. Plus.